Yes, I have, and I start the recording with with, with a story. So, Chris, yeah. oh yeah, Matt. <laughs> tonight uh, we were doing bedtime, and Avery was reading a book, and um, Avery kind of made up a word of sorts. So Ashley called her Webster. Good. <laughs> um, for those not acquainted, being probably most of our listeners and our guests, once upon a time. Chris and I had to go to his uncle's beach house in Seagirt, New Jersey. We had taken an infamous trip where Joey Image flushed his bandana down the toilet <laughs> and caused a major plumbing emergency. <laughs> or so we think. During this trip, Ashley had left her swimsuit at the beach house. And it was uh, swim day or swim week or whatever at her school for, for her summer program. So Chris and I got in the car and we took a road trip to New Jersey to get the swimsuit from his Uncle Harry's house and met up with a friend of mine who lived in the area for lunch. And th- this friend, I used to work with her at Lowe's, and she um, is an addiction counselor. <laughs> so Chris misheard some things and said out of nowhere what do you work for Webster's see I thought I when I when she said she was a, an addiction counselor she says oh I work for a, addiction or or addict or or something like that and I, and I was like oh so you work for Webster's what are you a dictor <laughs> so Chris thought she worked in Diction. Diction, that's what it was. Not oh, yeah. addiction. Oh, yes, that's what it was. She said, oh, she's like, I work in, uh, I thought she said, uh, diction, as opposed to addiction. <laughs> Wonderful. So, my so, God. So she, Dora the Explorer blinks at him, like, is there a joke I'm not getting? And the, so he gets quiet for a second, and I go, Chris, addiction. <laughs> And I have to look on my face like the Fozzie Bear gift after he's just told the joke, like, ah! (laughs) And that is how we start the A-Show tonight here on CKCC Radio. Coming to you actually on a Monday morning. Won't be a Monday night this time. Uh, First and foremost, congratulations to Ed Code. He did not win the Warp Tour poll. I won that. Yeah, that was also bullshit, but that's the best (laughs) point. But he did win the last episode uh, for 1997 WWF. So Ed advances to the Season 2 Tournament of Champions to go after the uh, Joe Sposto Drafter Weight Championship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, joining myself, the Boar, and Irish Kev Spencer as qualifiers for the, for the second tournament. 
Joining us here, Chris, this is a big moment. We're finally doing it, man. This is the the podcast feud of the summer. <laughs> and Brett's here. <laughs> uh, hey, what's up, guys? So before we get into the feud, let's make them wait, Chris, and let's let's give Brett a chance to introduce himself. I was gonna say we need to run a tail of the tape at one point. Yeah, we uh, we need to build it up, brother. Um, well, hey, I'm Brett. Uh, I am one half of the podcast known as We Need Wrestling. Um, my friend DJ, aka the Dooge, aka the biggest clout chaser I've ever met, um, <laughs> former former uh, guest of this show, um, comes out every Friday, I believe. Uh, you know, talk about pretty much everything going on in wrestling what we watch this week i watch a lot more than he does because he doesn't want to sit through uh impact wrestling which is sad um let's see i'm also on uh one quarter of wings on wings the only show on the internet that talks about wings while eating wings unless there's another show out there about that which i don't know of uh it's all yeah you know what? There should be more, I don't know, like French fries on Frasier, like, um, soup on Seinfeld. That's what I'm, I'm, I would like the expansion pack for a Patreon, please. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, this is going to be cool because WCW 2000 is the superior year in any, uh, year for professional wrestling. Um, I was at the WCW Nitro. At the uh, the NEPA Civic Center at Casey Plaza Wait, in what? January of 2000. Yes, sir. Hold January on. 30th or 31st of 2000. There's that show. There's many big things that happen. And if you go back and watch it on uh, the cock now, um, <laughs> you're gonna. There's it's it's wild. Let me just say that um, there there's a there's a Terry Funk sighting, a Ric Flair sighting, but more importantly, a Big T sighting. <laughs> Whoa. There is. I just got um, a fucking semi just hearing that. You know, he uh he walked in the arena holding a gallon of milk. He walks out smacking his butt cheeks at the crowd and uh flipping them off. It's a it's a good time. Um which uh I know Tim on uh Tim's podcast, Final Wrestling Place, a couple seasons ago. Him and uh, his co-host Marcus, they they watched that show and they had nothing but great things to say about it. God, it was so good. I, I need to go back and watch that now. Uh, I'm, is, I'm gonna is pull this what some, the arena was tape. before it was the arena. It was like the Northeast PA Conference Center. Yeah. Whatever. So so the first name of it was the NEPA Civic Center at Casey Plaza. Oh my God. Um, I had an old magazine of the. Remember the Wow magazines, World of Wrestling, yes. whatever it was. Um, from like around that time, that's what they had it listed as in, uh, in the magazine was NEPA Civic Center at Casey Plaza, which blows my mind. I think by the time the show rolls around though, uh, it, it does change to the first union arena. For those that don't know, that WOW magazine provided lots of masturbatory material for young consumers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is that is where I ordered the uh, world famous Francine ECW poster that I'm sure <laughs> multiple people of us know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. So I'm uh, I'm ready to roll, baby. Oh, welcome to you. So because it's going to be funny for the rest of us, 
Let's go to Tim next, and let's make Adam wait. <laughs> so, so, the running the running theme of this episode is make Adam wait. <laughs> the running theme of all of our text messages back and forth today. Of our last 12 has, hours. <laughs> has been make Adam wait. So, Tim, please take a moment to uh, reintroduce yourself, reacquaint the audience with you. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Tim. Uh, I am a co-host of... Final Wrestling Place, as mentioned, proudly on the soon-to-be-named network with myself and Marcus talking about the uh, the good place and bad place things of professional wrestling. Um, we also do a regular live reaction podcast to every WWE, AEW, and NXT pay-per-view called Viewer's Choice on the North-South Connection. And um, I am here to right a wrong that has... <laughs> across my uh my ledger and uh i'm i'm back at the scene of the crime and regardless of all the collusion and figure swapping and good deed doing and all the like uh, i'm here to have a good time thank you for having me back uh, you're welcome tim and we're recording this a week before it airs so on the episode of Final Wrestling Place that came out today, which is now an old episode as you're listening to this. Tim kind of starts to prepare to make it a best of three. Um, yes. So <laughs> here's, here's my here's my logic behind it. So if I lose again, this is Rock Austin. And it doesn't matter what happens in the first and second act. All that matters is what happens in act three. So that's where we go with that. And then if not then I get to give DJ exactly what he wants. A rubber match. <laughs> oh, wow. See? There's so much going on right now. <laughs> I'm thinking. This is long-term booking at its best. You know? I mean, whatever happens, happens. K sera, sera. When Tim speaks of the scene of the crime, in season one... We were supposed to do WCW 2000. Brett had some scheduling conflicts, so we we moved it to now. And we drafted from, what, 1994 or 1995 WWF? 95 WF. I was going to say, I think it was 95. And Adam was victorious. And Adam started to uh, talk a little shit-ski, if you will, on on at-odds with wrestling. So Adam... The floor is now yours. All right. First thing, you're talking about pushing me to the end, making me wait. I am fine with allowing the undercard to introduce themselves before you get to the main event. The same um, guy that was like, I demanded draft first, even though I was a, I was a semifinalist and I beat multiple people. But I should be first. You can't prove K-fabe, that. Kayfabe, brother. Kayfabe. It, it wasn't on a podcast, so it doesn't count. And speaking of a podcast, I, I am did. one of the hosts of At Odds with Wrestling, along with Joe Sposo. I am 2-0-1 on this show. I have defeated Tim Taylor. I vanquished Jason Diagasino, and I pushed Joe Sposo to a time limit draw in my eyes. Um, but I am the $100 Vansky, the Michael Jordan of Azrael figure collecting in the world's smallest Haas. And I am here to smash and stack both Brett and Tim. <laughs> wow. He's also a fine owner of a Everize card that I'm staring at right now. It's a beauty. It's a beauty. Uh, he's also the owner of an Alexa Bliss cardboard cutout. 
that's also a beauty. It's also a beauty. <laughs> Did you get that laminated yet? Uh, I should have. I should have before it got worn, uh, worn out, you know? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, <laughs> so tonight, normally Chris and I would draft. But we'd be here until next Thursday recording. So Chris and I are just going to moderate this episode. And here's the predetermined Adam didn't get his way draft order. Brett, as the <laughs> extension team, is looking for his David Carr. He's going first. That's right. Uh, Tim, as the lower seed of the two. That's right. Lower seed. Gets to draft second. And then Adam, should the New Blood and Millionaires Club not be drafted one and two, <laughs> and, there'd be, and, and there'd be anyone left, Adam gets to go third. Uh, we will all, not we will all, uh, they will all take turns drafting until they feel that they have built a card that can be presented to you, the listener. Round seven, because Adam's here, he doesn't get the naming rights this week. I feel that's an unfair advantage. Oh. Round seven <laughs> is the wild card round. And that means in round seven, you can draft anyone who was active in the year 2000 that wasn't in WCW, which, judging by the 174 names I typed up on my phone on my lunch break today, probably isn't that many people. (laughs) You can draft tag teams and six-man teams and stables all together. But if you draft them together, you have to use them together. Uh, That's the La Parca El Porto Recano rule. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, if you draft a champion with, the, if you draft someone with a title belt, that belt comes off the board. No one else can use it, and it is the property of that person that is drafted with it. Um, after the drafting is done, we'll go to the stepdad's rule, which allows for two trades per person, and then the Jason Diagostino rule, which is the unrestricted free agent period. We'll take a break. Everyone, everyone but Adam will be prepared. Mm-hmm. And then Adam will take about six years to build this card. Wow. I see how it is. I mean, at least you're not going to pull Mike Skyro, so we're going to go back on there and he's going to say, wait a minute, we had to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Skyro, though you definitely did that. <laughs> um, then the drafters will present their cards in draft order. So Brett, Tim, Adam, at that point, there'll be a poll open at the A-Show on CKCC on Twitter. You can vote for who you feel had the best card. So with all the rules and the legal nonsense and the making fun of Adam out of the way, Brett, you are up. So I've had all day to think about this. I've been going back and forth. I've been very torn. But in my past listenings of the A-Show, I have learned that if you draft one certain person, you're uh, you're almost guaranteed a W. So, with the first overall pick of uh, of Brett's team, we select the WCW World Heavyweight Champion Kevin Nash. Oh my god! <laughs> it's funny because the second you said that, I was already scrolling to Kevin Nash on the list, and before you said Kevin Nash's name, I had already typed Brett next to Kevin Nash on my list. That's what I like to hear. I, I thought it was very. Be, it's very on brand. I thought it was going to be Terry Funk at first. I love well, the, the nice Funker, but I do love Nash. So that takes us to Tim. Well, I'm very happy. 
sad because I had plans for Big Kev. But on the plus side, uh, I will be taking as a collective primetime Elix skipper, Carl Willett, Lance Storm, Tylene Buck, and Brett the Hitman Hart, Team Canada with the Canadian Heavyweight Championship, the Saskatchewan Hardcore Invitational title, and the 90 kilos and under belt. Oh, that no, is so much I have to type now. <laughs> uh, can you, uh, so uh, Bret Hart, Lance Storm, and who else was in that stable? Elix Skipper, Tylene yeah. Buck. Yep, PCO, Elix Skipper, Tylene Buck. Okay. I remember PCO. Uh, was Bret an addition? Are you trying to keep him from getting kicked? So Bret was a one-time member of Team Canada at New Blood Rising. And it's let me just close. ask you again, just for the sake, what titles, what are their shoot titles, not the Canadian ones? What are off the table now? That's, that's the United States title, the hardcore title, and the cruiserweight title. Well, that that's pretty much all of them. Uh, <laughs> we could treat them as separate <laughs> titles, though. Yeah. Uh, then I am going to one-up you on the scale here, and I'm also going to take the tag team championship, which is in this stable, I'm going to take the natural born thrillers with the tag champs of Jindrak and O'Hare, along with Palumbo, Stasiak, Sanders, Johnny the Bull, and Reno. Unbelievable. So we go to round two. I thought you guys had morals and scruples. Apparently we do. We do not. We are just picking everyone. Um, <laughs> so with that said, uh, my second pick is going to be the stable of Shaggy 2-Dope, Violent ah. J, The Great Muda, and Vampiro. That's right. We're going with the Dark Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> was the Deadpool a different stable? That was the ra- – uh, that was the um, – that was the that was Fitz Raven, one. Yeah, Raven was involved in the Deadpool, if I remember correctly. Ah, version one. Understood. Yes. Hmm. I, ha- I had plans for them. I had plans, but it's okay. We all know you being the Japanese wrestling connoisseur. I'm surprised you didn't go the great Muda number one. Well, to <laughs> me, he's just a pretty okay Muda. How dare you, <laughs> sir? Calm down. So, so Adam is uh, just kind of hedging his bets and uh, picking fights with everybody now, pretty much, is what, what's happening here. It's what all I bets are off. It's what I do. All right. Uh, next on the board for me is going to be the group of Shane Helms, Shannon Moore, Evan Courageous, and Tank Abbott, three count. Oh, yes! <laughs> that one hurts a little bit. That one stings. Sting's not in that group. I don't know why you just said that. <laughs> I got I to gotta adjust my big board here. All right. Episode ever done. As long as we're doing uh, groups here, I am taking the Misfits in Action. Oh, yes. Including G.I. Bro, General Hugh G. Rection, <laughs> Major Stash, Lieutenant Loco, which is Chavo Guerrero, Sergeant AWOL, Corporal Cajun, and Major Guns. So, wait, okay. So Hold on. on. Major Guns. <laughs> What's that? Oh, Hold Major Guns. Hold on, because I'm pretty sure Major Guns is already gone. She's in Canada? All right, never mind. I don't want her then. It's, it's no big deal. I was just taking her to take her. The first man to ever say they don't want major guns is Adam Van. All right. <laughs> Very on brand. So, Brett, 
um, with with the few guys that are left. <laughs> and by few, Dude, I mean 130. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I was going to hold them off, but you know what? My heart, my heart can't take it anymore. Give me Terry Funk. Okay. It makes me real sad. Wasn't he old age outlaws Terry Funk at this time? Mm-hmm. So, uh, with my next pick, I am going to take Brian Adams and Brian Clark Chronic. Well done. No, well done was a 1995 tag. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to take the New Jersey triad of Canyon, Bam Bam Bigelow, and DDP. You actual son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And it begins. Oh, <laughs> Why are you calling bastard. him an actual son of a bitch? <laughs> just literally made fun of his mother. That was. I would never make fun of Mrs. Vansky. All right. So, God damn. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Who do we have next? What a murderer's row of talent. Um, <laughs> give me. Was this my fifth pick? I believe correct. Fourth, four. fourth pick. Fourth. Fourth pick, okay. Give me the master and the ruler of the world, Sid Vicious. All right. Now, now we're now we're doing something here. Okay. Um, with my next pick, I am going to take the master of the awesome bomb, Michael. Hell of a pick. What uh, what gimmicks he rocking? Because he was a Team Canada guy. He is Mike Awesome. Oh, this is this is just Mike Awesome. Okay, it's Mike Awesome. All right, let's see. I'm just making a note of people that I want to trade for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am going to take. You know what? I, I just need it because it wouldn't be a WCW show without it. I'm taking the Filthy Animals: Conan, Rey Mysterio, Kidman, Hoovy, Eddie Guerrero, Disco, and Tigress. I really hate to, to do this to you guys. You realize you have, since you drafted all these guys together, they all have to be in a match together, right? That's fine. That's <laughs> okay. fine. As long as they everybody can, remembers. They you can't can be, be like, side. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, like, the Dark Carnival's gotta have a match taking on fucking Joey Mags and Joey Mags and Joey Mags and Joey Mags. I don't so see the Joey issue Mags. with that. I see no issue with that. Um. Billy Kidman was for... a filthy animal? Yep. Yes, he was. Yep. Okay. Yes, he was. All right. For my next pick, I'm going to take the man, the myth, the legend, the big bad booty daddy, Scott Steiner. <laughs> yes. All right. So we bring it back to Tim. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> Not for Steiner. Not for Steiner. Uh, somebody just got taken that was on my big board. Uh, uh well, I can tell you this, though, Tim. If you're talking about me, deals can be done. Despite our heat with each other, I feel like we're both businessmen. I mean, it depends on who you want. We'll talk, pal. We'll talk. Uh, so I got to go with uh, highest uh, available for me. So I am taking uh, with Paisley, the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> I like that. Oh, is the maestro on the board? He is. Oh, yes. All right, guys. Now, before you judge me, I, I too have late. To, 
I have to make certain picks because reasons. All right. And for my fifth pick, I am going with Miss Hancock. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Could not have seen that one coming. I was going to say, Vance, you're going to look for a little Hansky. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's see. Uh, boy, I'm, my big board is getting small. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what? We're going to do it. With their manager, Clarence Mason, which I don't know if he's on this list or not. I apologize if he's not. Give me Stevie Ray and Big T, the real Harlem Heat. <laughs> I you didn't go by Clarence Mason. He had a different name. Whatever he went by. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. This is fantastic. I was going to say, Big T was allocated for somebody's list and it was just taken off the board and they're upset. <laughs> Welcome to WCW 2000, baby. Brings it back to Tim. Okay, so uh this is pick number six, right? Yep. Okay, so I am going to go with Symphony, the maestro. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby's right. So we're into the gristle already is what you're saying. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm making movies over here, pal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. <laughs> good shit. All right. So, again, this pick is from uh, a need for my television show, because after all, that is what we are producing is the television show. And I am taking Vince Russo. Oh, Vinny Roo. Former world champion, Vince Russo. <laughs> You're right, sir. <laughs> you should have took him with the belt. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, Nash has the belt. Oh, Nash has the belt. Okay. So now it is wild card time. And this is where this is really going to go off the rails, I have a feeling. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, boy. Um. Well, so, oh, God. Uh. I have him penciled in, so I'm going to do it. Shout out to the uh, the the attention deficit criminals of ECW. For my wild card, I'm taking the man beast, Rhino. Oh, good call. Good call. Going for the, going for the Doug vote, I see. <laughs> That's the only one that matters. <laughs> All right. Tim. With my wild card Adam Van special selection. Thank you. Thank you. I will be taking Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right. Nice. Nice. All right. So obviously, uh, Brett went with like a top guy in ECW and, uh, you know, Tim went with a top guy in the WWE. I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction with my, uh, wild card pick. And I'm going to go with somebody that's more of like a young upstart, somebody who's like just starting to make towns. Uh, this guy in the year 2000 was uh, just getting his feet wet in World Star Wrestling, and he's a house of hardcore oh, attendee. No. I am the first person on this show to draft himself. I'm taking the man, Adam Van, <laughs> in round seven. Oh, my God. <laughs> just what I thought. He couldn't get any dumber. He <laughs> 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 himself. 
<laughs> all right, it'll all make sense. Um, if you say so. <laughs> Listen, I can do the thing that, like, amateurs do and be like, oh, who was the best guy in the other promotion? Nah, I'm going for storytelling. My God. <laughs> Adam, Chris, what was, your, what was your PWI rank in 2000? Uh, I was unranked, but there's a lot of people that are I was unranked. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot. There's, <laughs> there's more people unranked in the PWI 500 than there is ranked, all right? Oh, God in heaven. <laughs> I told you I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a loss. I'm breaking this show, God damn it. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> you might want to go to commercial and people compose themselves. <laughs> might, might want to go to commercial so I can compose myself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You actually scared me. I thought you were going to draft Donnie Brass for a second there. <laughs> I, was say, I thought he was drafting Justin Glory. <laughs> like, oh, no, he wasn't around in 2000. Oh, I'm try- uh, Brain Shocker, maybe? The Night Prowler. <laughs> Waikushi. <laughs> oh, Steve the Teacher? <laughs> Brett, please continue before this continues to go off the rails. Are you sure you want me to continue after that pick? Because that just let, put this to a halt, man. <laughs> uh, whoa, I'm I'm in shock over here. Um, all right, I, I feel it was unfair that we couldn't. Everybody couldn't have a chance to pick Adam Van. <laughs> Disagree. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, my God. Well, my next pick. Uh, not nearly as cool. Um, <laughs> I am going to go with J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T, ha-ha, Jeff Jarrett. I'm so glad that you did the whole thing. Thank you. Brett just riding in on a horse. With flashing sunglasses. Absolutely, and a shirt that says slap nuts on it. Or ain't I great. One or the other. Which is better? Like, like if we're gonna if we're gonna have this real conversation, is ain't I great better than slap nuts? Um, I'm gonna come in with the "Don't piss me off" T-shirt. Oh, and, and say that that wins. My vote, I go slap nuts all, every day, all day. <laughs> or just the Kid Rock knockoff music. Yes, Tim, if you are still okay. with us, I am still here, and I, <laughs> I am fuming. Um. <laughs> Because I forgot a piece, and I should have took them sooner. Uh, so we're going to reload. So I'm going to take Norman Smiley. Oh, nice. Very nice. That's. I am going to take Chris Candido with his uh, second Tammy Sitch. All right. Let's see. So I am going to go with the stable of Big Vito, Johnny the Bull, and Tony Marinara, the Mama Lukes. Uh, Johnny the Bull has been already... Oh, was he, what was he a part of? He was part of the New Blood. No, he was nat- the Natural, natural Born Thrillers. Born thrillers now, okay. Was will... Vito as well? No. Was Vito a part of that? Was Vito a thriller? I just had it on my screen here, and now I, I lost it. Mm, well, all right. Well, let me scratch that then. I apologize. I forgot that Johnny the Bull Stamp Bully was part of that. Um, <laughs> how about this? Silly, wait, silly wait, me. Wait, Brett. <laughs> how about this? 
I will allow you to take them from the uh, from the uh, natural born thrillers if the hosts will allow it. Whoa. The guys I wanted were like your Jindrak O'Hare, Palumbo. Jindrak O'Hare. I was gonna yeah. say I don't I don't think Johnny the Bull is gonna be uh, doing much except taking a pinfall somewhere. Matt, what do you feel? Uh, hey, hey, I, put some I, respect on his name as a as a natural born thriller. Okay, okay. Um. Despite the fact that Big Vito should not get any preferential treatment for making <laughs> AJ Evers walk through the streets of Hamburg to buy him a Red Bull, um, I, you ain't, I will, I've heard that story. <laughs> it's, it's because Big Vito could have made long-distance phone calls on AJ's cell phone and didn't. It was 2011. Or could have been looking in the mirror while screaming, you ain't nothing, Vince, at his own reflection. But I digress. Yes, that was... A great and terrible <laughs> night. Um, so I will second that and say that uh, you got all the Mamelukes. Thank God. <laughs> Approved. Now, now you owe me, Brett, just in case one day I'm going to come to you asking for a favor. <laughs> <laughs> this is not his daughter's birthday <laughs> or, <laughs> or wedding day. All right. Just so I can adjust my notes, who did you take, Mamaluke? It was uh, it was the Mamalukes, which is Big Vito, Johnny the Bull, and Tony. Is it Tony Mamaluke, right? Or was it Tony, Tony Marinara. Marinara at the time? Yeah. Tony Marinara. All right. All right. So that leaves the natural born thrillers with Jindrak O'Hare, Plumbo, Sanders, Stasiak, and Reno, right? Yes. All right. Fair enough. I got enough there. You don't say. <laughs> it's all coming to plan. That's what I was afraid of. Tim, <laughs> you're up. I'm not happy. Um, I am going to take with Mrs. Jones, Ernest the Cat Miller. Ooh, nice. 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 Just want to take him off my list here. All right. I am going to take the franchise Shane Douglas with Tori Wilson. You motherfucker, that was legit my next pick. <laughs> Oh, how dare you! <laughs> All right, let's let's regroup, Brett. Regroup. Let's see what we got. Other members of the revolution—they were there for a month. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm certainly going to avoid picking one of those members. That's for sure. Um, so, are, are you sure they have fantastic upside and certainly didn't murder their entire family? <laughs> Listen, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you guys here real quick. Where was Kevin Sullivan that night? Does anybody know his whereabouts? Uh, and that, this food, is where food for thought. Uh, that is a story for off the air about ooh, someone ooh, ooh. that just got drafted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what okay. does Matt know about the Benoit case is what I want to know. Decker, <laughs> where you were you there? No, you, you were there when this story was told. You were just slightly majorly intoxicated backstage at HCW. Uh, oh god <laughs> alright my next pick I had him on my list and if he was taken and I didn't mark it down you know I'll pick somebody else uh, I'm going to go with uh, the man called Sting he's still there alright well he's no longer <laughs> I thought you took him with your first pick to be honest <laughs> <laughs> nope. Cause he's a part of that group. The Kevin Nash group? <laughs> no, no, sorry, because you took the Dark Carnival. 
No, no, I did this on purpose. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, so, um, so who did, remind me who you drafted second, please. Who I drafted second? Yes. Dark Carnival, which was Great Muda, Vampiro, and, uh, the Insane Clown Posse. Thank you. I am taking with my next pick, the Kiss Demon. <laughs> yeah. I love you for that. <laughs> Are you drafting him with Paul Stanley and Ace Freely and Gene Simmons and Chris? <laughs> now listen. <laughs> only so they only played out the demon in '99. Oh <laughs> man, God that means you thought about it. I was gonna have them play God of Thunder again. <laughs> You could have picked the Avenger Wild card. I could have, but it would it makes more sense is what I'm doing. Alright, so it's on me. Yes, it is. For my tenth pick, I shall take the Young Dragons, Jamie San, Yang, and Kaz Hiyashi. Again, there's that Japanese wrestling prowess coming through. I'll tell you. Taking very there. problematic in twenty twenty one. Hmm. Alright, let's look at this list. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. You know what? Um, My pick, I am going to go with uh, Steven Regal because he's on this list. So I'm going Steven Regal. I'm so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm mad. (laughs) All right. So I'm doing it, and I'm taking my commentary team next. I'm taking Mark Madden and Tony. Oh. oh, man. Madden and who? Shivani? Madden and Shivani. All so, right. The question is now, do I, whenever Tim says, I'm so mad, which has pretty much been right before every single one of his picks, <laughs> is that where I should add the, the Adam Van Laugh that Tim emailed to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So hey, I, if you're know. playing that laugh, if you're playing that laugh in the words of, uh, at odds with wrestling, I should get a cut of the fucking money. Yeah, that is my that's my intellectual <laughs> property. <laughs> in the fucking clip, <laughs> as, I was gonna say, it's funny that Adam's laugh is Brett's intellectual property. <laughs> that is right. That, that is the way laugh. this works. This <laughs> is bird law. I know bird law. Oh, geez. he's gonna have an injunction on my ability to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it on me? Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to take Scott Hall. Ooh, last call Hall. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's see. I am going to go with the man that nobody should ever doubt, one Mr. L. Dandy. Well done. Uh, not on my board for some reason. <laughs> you doubted him, and that may uh, come back to bite Exactly. You. This is true. I'm scrapping a plan, and I'm making a new one. Uh, I am taking Meng and the Barbarian, the Faces of Fear. Nice. Good call. Good nice. call. Now, were they together in the year 2000? You can kind of take liberties if they're there and they were a team, I guess. That's kind of how we've been doing things. What over Kenya with? Okay. Okay. All right. I just, I'm trying to keep the integrity of this show. That's all. <laughs> Oh, that uh, ship sailed like three minutes into episode one. I was gonna say, well, yeah, that's true, very there. true. <laughs> All right, so for my twelfth pick, I am taking 
the man who fished the television championship out of a dumpster. So I am taking Hacksaw Jim Duggan as the TV champion. I shit you not, that pick that I just made, if it wasn't Megan the Barbarian, I was drafting the TV title by itself. (laughs) So I had that written down about four rounds ago, and I thought to myself, Brett, don't do this. I know it's WCW 2000. Don't do it. And you know what? I should have done it. Damn it. All right. Let's uh, let's see what we got here. I can't wait to hear about Adam Van defeating Jim Duggan for the TV title. (laughs) I like it. Oh, my God. All right. Let's see. Um, hmm. No, they were gone by then. Okay. Can't do that. Um, I am going to go with, you know what? I'm going to take my commentary team, and I'm going to go with Larry Zybysko and Iron Mike Tenay. It's a good team. All right. Uh, with my next pick, I am going to take uh, notable bad place Hall of Fame gatekeepers, Ron and Don Harris. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Listed here is Patrick and Gerald Harris. Oh, we're, we're going by their God-given names. I appreciate <laughs> the Christian names. All right, so I will take my commentary team of Bobby the Brain Heenan and Oklahoma, a.k.a. Ed Ferrara. Oh, fuck. So, Adam, remember what you said about that whole, like, getting canceled thing? Yep. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to do any like Jim Ross impersonation I promise (laughs) (laughs) alright let's see Um, oh boy we are heading in the direction of yikes very quickly (laughs) I thought the commentary team was going to be Adam Van and Vince Russo (laughs) (laughs) alright oh God, what is even left? Um, <laughs> you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Give me uh, Fit Finley. All right. Give me, with my next pick, Bill Goldberg. Oh, fuck. Bill Goldberg's been on the board the whole time. I am going to take Rowdy Roddy Piper. Well, it's a good thing we got the drafting of the Natural Born Thrillers and the Misfits in action out of the way. So in round 15, we can get to Roddy Piper and Goldberg. (laughs) Got to get the stars out of the way early. I am going to go with... Oh, man, that Goldberg pick might have just hurt things for me this late (laughs) in the draft. I know. Um, (laughs) I I could make a play for Goldberg. Hmm. We'll we'll talk, pal. All right. Um, Give me... Oh, Jesus, what am I doing? Uh, Viano 4 and 5, the Vianos. Perfect. Uh, with my next pick, uh, I'm, I'm very sorry that I'm doing this. Actually, I'm not. I'm not picking him. Uh, um, do I take him? Oh, ah, this is, mm, this is tough. Um, Shot clock has been enacted. Okay. Uh, with my next pick, I am taking notable double bunny eater, <laughs> Chris Benoit. Oh, oh. God. 
Tim, you're like rest. breaking all of your rules. I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ooh, I can't decide. I have a couple people here. There's so many people left that it's uh it's difficult. Uh and I looked this up. I was hoping Gorgeous George was still around in 2000. She is not, but I am taking Randy Savage. Okay. So my next choice. Um, give me the chairman of WCW, La Parca. I almost said I think I see what you're doing here, but I would have been lying. Okay. <laughs> you would have a very good first hour of Nitro. We'll just say that. <laughs> hey, first hour was always the best hour. Keep that in mind. This is true. I am going to select M.I. Smooth. Tim, I might just vote for you just on your roster alone. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I am going to take, it's getting pretty thin right now. Getting thin. It's getting thin. I'm going to take Dean Malenko. Hmm, old Dino Machino. All right. Hmm. Move into round 17. Good Lord. Um, you know what? Give me, uh, give me Ric Flair. Your normal round 17 pick, Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me scroll through here and see. The record, 2000 Flair is like crazy president buried in the desert Flair, right? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> WCW World Heavyweight Champion in the year 2000. <laughs> Just writing down my next pick because it'll be there when I get there. Hmm. Give me with my next selection. I'm scrolling through, scrolling through just to make sure. I'm not going insane. I would like to take, I will take Buff Bagwell. All right. I will take a young upstart making his debut in 2000 in WCW, AJ Styles. Mm, okay. Hmm. Let's see. Mm. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> The tweet that the show just put out regarding my wild card. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. My goodness. Um, Virgil is still on the board. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um, you know, I literally. This is so stupid. I just deleted somebody off my list, and then I forgot who it was because I was going to take them. But now I remember. Give me. Oh wait a minute. In who drafted uh, Misfits in Action? That was me. Did you include GI Bro? I did. Okay, never mind then. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is just going to be just sitting out there. What is he, Hulk Hogan? <laughs> oh, Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair and Goldberg are. <laughs> um, all right. Give me, with Elizabeth, the total package Lex Luger. Yeah. Nice. I was thinking of, uh, thinking of grabbing him soon, but. I need one more person. So uh, I'm going to take beautiful Bobby Eaton. Ooh, great that's pick. A sol- that's a solid pick. I like it. All right. I, hmm. 
full disclosure, I kind of need a lot of like uh, cannon fodder at this point for what I got planned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I just love how like we are. 18 rounds into this, and Hulk Hogan's just sitting there. But uh, <laughs> nobody wants to touch him. <laughs> I'm gonna take Dustin Rhodes. I'm very jealous because I was legit going to pick him at seven. That's <laughs> yeah. my next pick. What's we'll Um. Oh god. You know what? I don't know if I want to have that conversation. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man. Um. This is gonna be kind of a weird pick. But I'm going to do it anyway. With my next pick, give me the young upstart, Sonny Seahockey. <laughs> I, I think at this point we could preface every pick with, this is going to kind of be a weird pick, but <laughs> I am good until we get to free agents. Okay. I wouldn't advise that mindset because I'm just going to keep drafting. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Okay. So it's on me. It is. Now it's just you and Brett. All right. I'll take Kurt Hennig. Your typical 19th round draft pick. Absolutely. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Hold on one sec. Because I have to see if they were. Well, no, it doesn't. You're, you're with the pick of uh, Faces of Fear. It didn't matter if they were together at the time. They were both there. Correct? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Okay. So, I need to just check to see if they were together at the time. I don't know if they were. Um, damn. Okay, hold on one sec. I apologize. I need okay. to do a little bit of a little bit of editing here. Yep. You know, because we have a, a insane roster. Um. Yeah, this is fun, like, trying to, like, eat my lunch and type this all up on my phone at the same time today. <laughs> and they're like, this is difficult to do while I'm eating soup. <laughs> all right. Um, you can give me Kiwi. Kiwi <laughs> was on my board, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the team of Crowbar and David Flair. Yeah. Those are my guys. No Daphne, come on. Uh, I, I, I'm going to be putting on a shit show, and I'd like to just leave her out of it, out of respect. So, I, I respect you for that. I respect you, Booker <laughs> Man. Um, give me. Uh, I'll go with Silver King. All right. I have a question. Yes. Can you jump back in? Jump back in for one person, and then I will back out. Go for it. I'm I'm okay with it. I'll allow it this time. Yes. Once again, Tim, this is me showing you kindness here. I appreciate it. (laughs) I'm taking the dog-faced gremlin Rick Steiner. Okay. I'm going to take Perry Saturn. Damn. Um, hmm. You know what? I'm, uh, I'm good. All right. So uh, just so you know, I, I this is definitely according to plan, but what I need to do is I do need to take some people just for what I have planned here. And they're all, like, low, low-level guys, so hopefully this doesn't piss anybody off by me just going with a bunch of people here. But I am going to take – everybody else is out, correct? Yes. Yes. I'm going to take Horace Hogan. Uh, I'm just getting my little note thingy here. Uh, Vincent. Brian Nobbs. 
Lenny and Lodi. Pierre Wallet. Already nope. out. Oh, yeah. I apologize. Yep, you're right. Uh, Seacosis. And lastly, just so I'm not just naming them off, since if nobody cares, I'm going to specifically take Leia Meow. <laughs> and I would like to draft the Nitro Girls, but if anybody else wants to have Nitro Girls on their show, by all means. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that would, uh, conclude my, uh, my draft. So, wow. Um, let's open the floor to trades. <clears throat> oh, boy. Are you taking Kimberly, then, too, with the Nitro Girls, Adam? Uh, I mean, she could be a random Nitro Girl. I don't have any storyline plans for her, though. Okay. Hey, 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 Brett. Hey, man, what's, what's going on? <laughs> you want to do Goldberg for Jeff Jarrett? What what else you got? What else you got? <laughs> the great Muda. <laughs> he's got Muda. Oh, he's got Muda. I have Muda, yes. Yeah. Um I got Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> we have Goldberg. <laughs> I got Goldberg. Um uh yeah. Now hmm. Let me do one thing here. Hold on. Because I'm all right. Let me. Uh, I need to look up some history of of a uh, certain lineage of a title here, because because you you decided to take the you know Team Canada. One second. Now while you're doing that, let me ask you this, Tim. Is there any chance you would give up just Mike Awesome? I'm gonna go on mute for one second. You're good. Uh, so you would keep the rest of Team Canada. So I did not draft Mike Awesome in Team Canada. Correct. You, 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 I would just, I mean, obviously you have them already, but I'm just saying I would be asking for simply Mike Awesome. Is there any chance I'd be able to pull him specifically away? Could you do your story without him? So I need, I would need, let me look at who I would need to pick from, from your group. Um, uh, I would do Scott Hall for a one for one. Scott Hall doesn't really fit where I'm looking at putting him. Mm-hmm. Um, I could. What about Billy Kidman? Billy Kidman comes out of the Filthy Animals, and then I get Mike Awesome. Mm, eh, nah, I'm okay. Sorry, I, I thought, <laughs> I thought oh. about. I was like, no, because like it's. Yeah, I gotta stick with I gotta stick with Mike Awesome. All right. What about three count? Oh no, there's no way. No, no. You wouldn't do the entire filthy animals with Kidman for three count? No. Oh. Why are you just spitting his face while you're at it? <laughs> what about your boys, the Misfits, in action? No. That includes Booker T. Yeah, that's fine. No, thank All you. All right. Oof, Tim is just. Boom! Cold shoulder. No, nah, it's 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 it, it, it would it would cause a lot of rewrites. <laughs> I get it. I'm with you. Um, real quick, not involving a um a uh, a trade here, but this man was still on the board at the end, and nobody took him. Would I be able to add Masahiro Chono to my list? Uh we should. We gotta wait till the uh, 
to the uh, the free agents are up, but uh, now you just made it, made it alerted. Um, well, I I don't know how much Adam's gonna want Masahiro Chono. Tim, I don't know about you, brother. Um, but all right, okay, all right, we'll wait. I would concede um, now. If we have two concedes, then you can grab them right now. I have Adam. No is that a concede? Okay, no all right, okay. Adam, or not Adam? I, my apologies, Tim. How attached are you to um, what was the United States title? Um. So let me ask this: uh, be above the for the court, because I was going to use this to hopefully in my advantage, but now I could probably use it somewhere else. I specifically drafted the Canadian Heavyweight Championship. The Saskatchewan Hardcore Invitational title mm, and the Ninth is true. It's an under title. The United States title, the cruiserweight title, and the hardcore title are still technically not drafted. The names are still at grabs, is what he's saying. Okay. That's a, that's a big bomb to drop after we've even got our entire rosters. <laughs> yeah, see, here's the thing. Yeah. They are the same belt. The, and that's what I'm getting at. They're the same yeah. belt. So, I think I'm on that side as well. I mean, the Canadian flag isn't on the United States title, is it? It's a sticker, Tim. <laughs> uh, the way I see it, uh, I have no desire for those titles with, you know, Landstorm being gone, you know? Yeah, okay. I'm kind of with you on that. Um, and, uh, hmm. or like, anything, anybody looking for anything from my, you know, from my team, my roster? Um, the only thing that's on your list would was Kidman, but I don't have anything that I'm willing to part ways with. That like, well, obviously you won't give me Mike Awesome or three count, but uh, what else? What would you give me for Kidman? Oh, you could probably. Well, I'm like you could take Buff or Rick Steiner. Nah, which is funny because you jumped back in specifically to get Rick Steiner. Now you're like, eh. Well, that would trade Steiner for Kidman. So like I'm I would be trading I would be trading up to get somebody who I who I originally had on my list. Nah, I'm not going to give you somebody that you need or want just for somebody that you just grabbed as an afterthought. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Tim, the original proposal was Goldberg for Jeff Jarrett. Yes. Uh, you know what? What else would you be willing to give up for Jeff Jarrett? Anything? I would put Goldberg and Rick Steiner. Got <laughs> oh. Scott. You got Scotty. That's uh, I, that's a main event in any arena in America, right there. Edo and Johnny the Bull need opponents. <laughs> Not wrong. Um, <laughs> but I feel like if I give up Jeff Jarrett willingly. I'm gonna I'm gonna hear Joe Sposto scream. <laughs> um, if you hear the sound in the distance coming from the greater Northeast Pennsylvania area right now, that's Joe screaming, but he doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to pass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, okay. I, that's fair. Does anybody want to trade for me? My. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody want Adam Van on their show? 
So it sounds like Adam doesn't even want Adam Van on his show. Oh, I'm a self-hating person. No, I got big plans for me. Big plans. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess uh, I, I nobody wants to give up anything I want, and nobody wants anything for my my rooster. So uh, I think free agency is is next. If anybody else has anything, so we will go to you're not getting booked. And I'll read the names, Decker. Uh, you can determine ties if someone tries to draft someone as a free agent at the same time. Sounds good. All right. So, Hulk Hogan, Jerry <laughs> Flynn. I'll take him. Adam Van. I'll add Jerry Flynn. Sarge Duane Bruce. Who the fuck is that? Oh, is that Sarge? Like the... Yeah. Buddy Lee Park? Park? his name? Reasons. Christopher Daniels. James Storm. James Midnight Storm. Yeah. He was under a developmental deal. Uh, Midnight, JC Ice, Bobby Duncan Jr., Rick Fuller, Mona, Chris Harris, also developmental deal. Jimmy Mona Hart, was uh Mona was uh Molly Holly. Yes. Yep. Scott Hudson, April Hunter, Buzz. I, I would have all- I would have only taken April Hunter if I could have if uh, Slick Wagner Brown was available. So go on. Oh boy, uh, Robbie Rage, Road Warrior Animal, Kid Romeo. I took Road Warrior Animal before. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Arn Anderson, Medusa, JJ Dillon, Kevin Northcutt. I'm not sure who that is. Honestly, I thought that was an NFL wide receiver at some point, so I had zero clue who that is. And you know what? He may still have been an NFL wide receiver at some point. Um, Medeja, Gene Okerlund, Paul Ordorf, Air Paris, former NWA World Heavyweight Champion Mike Rapata. You know what? what? You know what? Let me go back. Give me Medeja. Okay. Makes sense because you have Steiner. <laughs> and I'm also sending Jerry Flynn back out to, to waivers because I thought you said Jerry Lynn. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at the that list. Is, I'm like, where is he? <laughs> that is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> You're being released. <laughs> Didn't even make it on the practice squad. <laughs> Didn't even get the worldwide. <laughs> we have Shark Boy, Mike Rotunda, Sherry Martell, Rhonda Singh, Daphne, Dave Taylor, Asia, because she was bigger than China, mm-hmm. Wolfie D, Berlin, and the man who was so unpopular that they made him go to the next city for Nitro and call collect, oh. Lee Marshall. Oh, poor Stagger Lee. I'll, I'll take Berlin. <laughs> Because isn't that Alex right? It is. Sure is. All right. You know what? Give me uh I'll take Stagger Lee. <laughs> you know, I really feel for Jerry Flimmer right now. And let me ask you this, Tim. What round did you take uh, the three count? I took them second round. And what were the three guys in three count? I took all four members of three count, Shane Helms, <laughs> Shane Moore, Evan Courageous, and Tank Abbott. Oh, I just want to see if that was uh <laughs> that slipped through there. Okay. <laughs> so much for a dance off between Alex Wright and Tank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said <laughs> I um 
this mindfuck is going to go on a break. <laughs> um, they're going to put together their cards, and we will be back here on the A-Show on CKTK. <laughs> this show has broken my brain. CKCC Radio. Um, stay tuned. Up like Godfather Part 1 and Godfather Part 2. <laughs> You know, last time I looked at the recording, it said 34 minutes. Now it's at an hour 12. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be right back. Greetings, wrestling fans. My name is Peter DeLong. And if you're looking for quick, easily digestible nuggets of pro wrestling goodness in an episodic format, look no further than Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong on YouTube. Join me as I highlight different wrestlers or promotions worthy of your attention. Each episode features wrestlers, teams, and stables that deserve the spotlight, upcoming events in your local independent wrestling scene, or anything else interesting in the world of independent wrestling. Listen in as I run down the must-know info to get you familiar with our subject du jour, and then sit back and enjoy a related match featuring delectable custom commentary by yours truly, including some exclusive footage you won't be able to find anywhere else. Get your wrestling fix in bite-sized episodes with Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong. If you have personal footage, an upcoming event, or a product in general that could benefit from being featured on Wrestling Shorts with Peter DeLong, feel free to shoot me a message at PeterDeLongTalks at gmail.com, PeterDeLong on Facebook, or Twitter at DE underscore Talks. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash an honorable pod. Greetings, folks. Do you like beer? Do you know who I am? Maybe not. My name's Kev, also known as Irish Kev. And my dear friend Rick and myself actually really were supposed to have a cool promo for our beer review podcast known as the Hooligans of Hops, where Rick and myself take you through a drunken journey of all of the beers that we try. On a scale of 0.25 to 5 being the best, we talk about the best and worst beers we've had on the show. In between, you hear sports banter, some wrestling, and I don't know anything that happens when we get drunk. So check out our show on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Buzzsprout, and anywhere you can get your podcast sources. We'll try not to get drunk next time and do something for you. But here's the promo. Thanks. Hi, this is Anthony from the IWEP Network. We're a collection of weekly podcasts that vary in all different types of topics. We can be found on all social media, as well as any podcast or music app that you may use, as well as YouTube. We go live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch every Friday and Sunday. Here's a lineup of our five shows that you may be interested in. Interviews with everyday people. 
interviews and conversations on a positive note and just getting to know each other. Everyone has a story. Banging Beers podcast, beer reviews, hanging out with some friends, and much more. Truth behind illusion. Are you into ghosts, monsters, conspiracy theories, and more? Then this show will be for you. Tornado Tag Podcast. Pro wrestling stories, news, and show reviews. We love supporting indie wrestling, so come check us out. Not Cool in High School Podcast. A pop culture show where we cover movies, television, comic books, and video games. A weekly topic. So come hang out with us. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on all social media, and we'll see you soon. I'm Jason. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of the Non North Sports Podcast, where the home of sports talk for everyone. Join us bi-weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. You can find the Nonthera Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together Podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. Weekly episodes for the entire baseball family where we talk all baseball all the time. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and on YouTube. Come join our baseball family where we do baseball together. We are back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. Just enjoyed a nice break, uh, caught up on a number of topics during the break. And we are back now for the gentlemen to present their cards. We have Brett from We Need Wrestling. We have Tim from, and, and Wings on Wings. Cannot forget Wings on Wings. How dare you, sir? <laughs> there is an entire channel on Pluto that just shows, shows wings 24 hours a day. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds terrifying. Uh, it definitely is. Um, <laughs> also here, of course, Tim from Final Wrestling Place and Viewer's Choice. And Adam Van from At Odds With Wrestling and the critically acclaimed Porch Talk. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, So now... Um, what do you think, Chris? Let's get into some cards. Yeah, let's, 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 LFG. So, Brett, you present first as the first draft pick. All right. I've never done this, so, uh, popping my A-show cherry. Let's, uh, let's rock and roll. Uh, my card we are presenting, uh, from the First Union Arena in beautiful mm-hmm. Wilkesburg, Pennsylvania. And this is uh, going down on uh, Mother's Day in the year 2000. That's right. It's WCW Clash of the Champions. So this is a TV product. <laughs> so to start us off, you got to, you know, you got to really bring the crowd up. We have a WCW Worldwide taping. <laughs> <laughs> With the main event on Worldwide, we have one Sonny Siaki defeating Kiwi with a victory roll. <laughs> the rest of the show will be recap of Clash of the Champions. <laughs> so, we get your pyro, we get your video package. We're here, beautiful Wilkesburg, Pennsylvania, you know, a, a booming hub of a city in the year 2000. We have Stagger Lee Marshall, Mike Tanay, and Larry Sabisco welcoming us. You know, this is the f- this is the uh, the second TV taping from uh, Wilkesburg, Pennsylvania. It's now WCW territory. <laughs> and what happens first? Woo! 
out comes Ric Flair, the president of WCW. We see signs. The crowd just gives a standing ovation for three minutes. We see Flair is God signs, which may or may not have actually happened on uh, <laughs> WCW Nitro in the year 2000 in the same arena. He talks about the card, and he wants to call out one Mr. Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Out comes Kevin Nash. All 40,000 people in the arena standing on their feet for Kevin Nash. Hold the phone. 40,000 people? In That's right. That's right. The first union arena held 40,000 people on this, on this evening. I would like you to know that. <laughs> so he says, Kevin Nash, you've been the champion of champions here in the year 2000 where this title never flips. You've held it for, for since you've beaten Goldberg at Starcade. Thank you, Scott Hall. And he says, you know what? For these fine people of Wilkesburg, Pennsylvania, I'm going to give you a challenge tonight. That's right. Since it's Clash of the Champions, and this is the only belt that matters on this show, we have Kevin Nash defending against Sid Vicious. And that's not all. We're going to make it a three-way dance, brother. And your third participant, Jeff Jarrett. Ric Flair says, let's go, Wilkes-Barre. Let's have a good show. Hot start to the night. Our first matchup of the night features any semifinal match of a WCW tag team title tournament. The Vianos going wow. up against La Parca and Silver King. That's right. We're having a highly contested match. It's about five minutes in. And all of a sudden, wait, is that Lou Ferrigno? Oh, no, that's just El Dandy. El Dandy comes to the ring. He speaks in Spanish to the Vianos of a part of Silver King, and he's carrying a duffel bag with him. And he unzips the duffel bag, and he says, you know what, guys, no more fighting. We need to be a family. We need to take over WCW. So it's time to get the band back together. That's right. We have the LWO 2000, and we're back, and we're taking over. They all leave the ring together ready to wreak havoc on World Championship Wrestling. Iron Mike Tanay can't believe it because he loves Lucha Libre, Lucha style. The crowd <laughs> stunned. Next match, we have, I apologize in advance. Uh, the next match that we have is one Mr. Steven Regal renewing his rivalry against Fit Finlay. This has a 15-minute time limit due to TV time. Uh, and this ends up going into a draw after a double knockout because they decide to shoot on each other. And you know what happens when you shoot on each other? Nothing good happens. They both double knockout. They lay in the ring. Crowd's confused. We go to break. We come back from break, and we have Harlem Heat standing on the stage. That's Big T, Stevie Ray, and Clarence Mason. You know, Stevie Ray gets on the mic. You know what? Wilkesburg, Pennsylvania. You have nothing but a bunch of dogs in this city. Crowd's booing. They hate Harlem Heat. Stevie Ray slapping his butt cheeks at the crowd, flipping off the crowd. They say, we're in the, we're in the semifinals of this tag team tournament. Mama Luke's, it's on like neck bone. That's right. We have Harlem Heat going up against the Mama Luke's. Big Vito drops his, uh, drops his leg drop on Stevie Ray from the top rope. He looks at the crowd. A lot of, um, you know, big big fans of the Mama Luke's here in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. 
very big Italian uh, contingent in Wilkes-Barre. All of a sudden, Tony Marinara gets in the ring, and what does he do? Boom! Slapjack to Big Vito. He tosses the slapjack to Stevie Ray. Boom! Slapjack to Johnny the Bull Stamboli. Big T comes in. He tries to give the Pearl River plunge to Big Vito. It doesn't go so well. He ends up giving him a Tiger Driver 94. Wins the match. Harley moves on. <laughs> Next here on the Clash of the Champions. It wouldn't be WCW 2000 without a good old-fashioned pose down. That's right. Lex Luger with Liz going up against the big bad booty daddy, Scotty Steiner with Medeja. They come to the ring with the tiger that they got from Claws and Paws earlier in the day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> This is this is very specific for a very good area here. Um, so the spotlights are on. Lex Luger has that dramatic music. Liz rips the jumpsuit off of him. Looks like an Adonis. Scott Steiner, he's there. He's pumping his biceps. He's yelling at people in the crowd, telling them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Gets an automatic disqualification for his vulgarity because we're live on TBS, pal. Uh, so Lex Luger... Takes the win and the pose down. Scott Steiner, absolutely livid. He's walking back up the ramp, and he sees Larry Zabisco snickering at him. He says, hey, Larry Zabisco, what are you laughing at? Zabisco says, nothing much, Steiner. Steiner absolutely levels him with the lead pipe, puts him through the announce table, flips off the crowd, says, I'm sick of all you Wilkes-Barre hacks. Lex Luger can't just looking up at the up at the ramp, just going, man, I can't believe that. And all of a sudden, you see somebody emerge in the corner, and that person, that's right, from ECW, is Rhino. Rhino gores Lex Luger, rips him in half. The crowd's going crazy. You think you're at the Kingston Armory. It's going insane. Liz all of a sudden realizes, oh, no, today is Mother's Day. That's not good. <laughs> And Rhino looks at her and says, you're damn right, it's not good. Pile drives Liz, picks up the mic. Happy Mother's Day, you fucking bitch. Throws the mic down. He's going back to the land of extreme, baby. That's right. So you drafted Rhino to, to pile drive a woman. Absolutely. You're that damn doesn't right have I any did. kids. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know about that. That's, that's the thing. You think you know, but you have no idea, sir. Next up after commercial, because it's just chaos here. Insinuation of the bastard children of Miss Elizabeth. Hey, you saw those pictures with her and Flair. Well, I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> All of a sudden, we're back from commercial. Lights, lights drop. You hear the crow. Here comes the stinger. And, yes, he's coming out to Metallica, uh, whatever song. At Seek and Destroy, Seek I think destroy. it was that he was coming. Yes. Thank you. Um, crowd is real hyped. Big Metallica fans here. Um, he's saying, you know, the Stinger, I've been around a long time. I love you people here in Wilkesburg, Pennsylvania, but uh, I don't know if the Stinger can go anymore. That's right. I think it's, uh, you know, crowd's getting a little upset. All of a sudden, you hear, where are my Wilkesburg juggalos at? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Violet J, Shaggy 2 Dope, Vampiro and the Great Muda. They come out and they say, Sting, you're not retired on our watch. Not, not, the Dark Lotus is coming for you, buddy. 
What you? What's your favorite Joker card? I bet it's the Great Malenko, huh, Stinger? People are looking around in Wilkesburg confused, even though it's a very big juggalo, juggalo area. Uh, they say, Sting, we want one more match with you. Sting says, whatever you want, boys. I'm the Stinger. It's showtime. They go, all right, four-on-one handicap match. Sting doesn't realize what he's got himself into. They're just beating the absolute shit out of the Stinger. <laughs> They're about they're about to uh, to drop them through a table on the outside, and all of a sudden you hear the NWO Japan music hit. Boy, we haven't heard this music in years. And out comes Masahiro Chono. People are very confused, thinking, "Oh, here we go. He's just gonna turn on Sting." No, no. He starts beating up the Great Muda. What is going on here? It's all to set up their upcoming match at the Tokyo Dome. For next year's Wrestle Kingdom on January fourth, <laughs> nine months away. <laughs> That's right. We we're we're telling stories, brother. Um, <laughs> Making movies. Sting, he he goes to shake Chono's hand. Chono shakes his hand. He looks at him and says, "Sting, I want these guys right now in a tag impromptu tag match. Chono and Sting versus Muda and Vampiro. Sting, you know he's working, getting beat up. Finally making that baby face come back." Tags in Chono. Wilkesburg don't really know who Chono is, so they're a little lukewarm. Chono turns around. Boom! Yakuza kick to Sting. We're going, what is going on here? And then people fail to realize that in Japan they could be feuded with each other but friends in the States. That's the way this works. Mm-hmm. Chono joins the Dark Carnival. Sting, yet again, still trusting people, <laughs> does, shouldn't be doing that. Come on, Stinger. What are you doing? Main event time. Out comes Kevin Nash. Here comes Sid. Here comes Jeff Jarrett. Three-way dance for the WCW World Heavyweight title. Hotly contested. Jarrett's bumping around like a madman because he's the workhorse in this match. All of a sudden, Jarrett gets a guitar. Whammo! Right over Sid's head. Referee Charles Robinson doesn't see this. You get one, two, three. Oh, my God, we have a new world's champion, Jeff Jarrett, but no, wait. Woo! That's right. Here comes the president, the nature boy. He's on stage saying, Jeff Jarrett, I put you in this match as a favor, and this is how you repay me? How dare you? You're putting your title right on the line right now. But oh, no, no, not against either of the two gentlemen you just faced. That's right. Here hits Desperado. Out comes Terry Funk. We get Jarrett versus Funk in the year 2000 for the world heavyweight title. And you know what, Jarrett, since you like to break guitars, we're making this a hardcore match. Oh, boy, no disqualification. Funk comes out with the branding iron on fire, ready to kill everybody. Doesn't go very long because it's in the year 2000 for Terry. We get trash can lids. Jarrett gets branded. And you know what? Who wants to see the Funker hit a moonsault? Wilkes-Barre wants to see it. He hits the moonsault. One, two, three. Terry Funk, new world heavyweight champion in the year 2000. He stares down Kevin Nash because Nash never got beat for the belt. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We'll see you tomorrow night on Monday Night Nitro. Wow. That is it. (laughs) Every regular viewer of VCW is so happy at this card. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Ooh. sir. That was, that 
was my that was, it was a ride. <laughs> it was it was certainly an, an arc. That is for sure. I'm not gonna lie. I literally had like my main event today. That was it. Well, Tim, what do you have? So we are live from the Sky Reach Center in Kelowna, British Columbia, for the October 11th edition of WCW Thunder, entitled War of the Worlds. Uh, we start with a talky bit with Mark Madden and Tony Schiavone outlining, recalling Team Canada's absolute dominance over WCW over the, the past few months, leading into Team Canada making their way down to the ring. Landstorm, Brett the Hitman Hart, PCO, Elix Skipper, and Mike Awesome all making their way down to the ring as a solid unit, flanking each other side by side in the center of the ring. Lance Storm has a mic and asks if he could be serious for a moment and mentions that never before have so many great Canadian Patriots banded together for a common goal. With, his, with the titles on his shoulders, he takes the Saskatchewan Hardcore Invitational title and hands it to PCO. He hands the 90 kilos and under title and hands it to Elix Skipper. Lance affirms that when he brings the WCW world title home, Mike Awesome will be rewarded with the Canadian Heavyweight Championship. But until then, it's going to be a true Canadian celebration on this day of all days, Thanksgiving. Please rise for the playing of the Canadian National Anthem. Oh, Canada begins to play, and all of a sudden, Glass shatters. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my God. Thunder. Steve Austin's in WCW. Team Canada is distraught, especially Bret Hart. Austin BMF walks down to the ring, and it's five on one. On the slide, Team Canada makes their exit to stand at the foot of the entranceway as Austin poses on all four corners. He grabs a mic as the, the, the shock cheering from the crowd settles into booze. Austin goes, I figure while you're asking all yourselves, why is Stone Cold Steve Austin here? Why is Stone Cold Steve Austin in WCW? I'll tell you why. For damn near a year, I've been sitting at home recuperating from getting my ass run over by a car. And for the life of me, I sat at home drinking a case or two, trying to figure out who done old Stone Cold in. Who'd benefit the most from Stone Cold Steve Austin being done for good? As I made my list and checked it twice, I noticed the name wasn't on the list, and that's you, Hitman. Have you been holding a grudge for that long, Hitman? Two years removed from you screwing yourself, you decided it was time to screw the man who was coming for your spot. So I watched and I schemed, and I finally had enough of your BS, Brett. I'm here to put a knot in your ass, and I'm here to do it tonight. The crowd showers in booze. Brett grabs the mic from Lance Storm. Austin, you hyena, you're in the past. You're in my past. Whether you have a score to settle with me or not, <laughs> the past is where you'll stay. Now, if you'll excuse us, we've got a holiday to celebrate. Team Panda <laughs> looks to leave as Commissioner Cat and Miss Jones interrupts. Now, hold on. Wait a minute, Hitman. You and Team Canada have been taking advantage of every rule even creating some of your own. I mean, Lance just gave two titles away. He doesn't have that jurisdiction. I do. 
So while you think you've got the night off, consider yourself mistaken. Tonight, in our main event, it'll be a four-on-four elimination match. It'll be Team Canada against Stone Cold Steve Austin, Goldberg, myself, and a mystery partner. And if you lose, Team Canada loses all the belts. Team Canada is distraught as the scene fades to commercial. We cut back, and the camera's on screaming Norman Smiley. He's talking to himself, hyping himself up about his hardcore match for the number one contendership to PCO's hardcore title. Smiley's paranoid as he knows he's concerned with the demon, but he's going to wiggle all over him and get his hardcore title back. Just as he says that, the lights turn red, and the demon appears in the edge of the frame. Mm. Norman screams and runs out the scene as the demon gives chase. The camera cuts to inside the arena. Norman Smiley runs down the entrance ramp. The demon hop behind him, and we're in our first match of the night. Hardcore rules. Norman Smiley versus the demon for the number one contendership to the hardcore title. Plunder all over. Uh, eventually, Norman Smiley wins with a wrestling hold, a good O'Connor roll uh, for the three, and hightails it out of Dodge, uh, becoming the number one contender. We cut to an empty, uh, empty theater with a stage set up on, in the center with uh, a, a symphony orchestra's seating arrangement. What we're hearing through the headsets of Tony Schiavone and, and Mark Madden is that tonight on Thunder, we're having our first ever face the music match as the artist and the maestro go one-on-one. The matchup is fairly simple. They're starting in a local theater and must fight out of the theater. And the mm-hmm. first person to take center ring back in the arena wins the match. We see the artist walk in with Paisley and sitting on the stage behind the piano is the maestro with symphony laying on top. The scene cuts and goes back to the arena. Match number two, Buff Bagwell and Bobby Eaton, a highly contested matchup, goes about seven minutes. Bobby Eaton wins after the dog-faced gremlin Rick Steiner interferes with Buff Recalling back to the neck injury that he sustained a while ago from uh, from uh, Rick Steiner himself, as we cut the commercial, we come back and we're back in the theater. The artist and the maestro are bouncing each other around off timpanis and harps and tubular bells. <laughs> Eventually, they fight through the empty chairs surrounding the conductor stand with the maestro standing tall. Paisley comes from behind and low blows the maestro, giving the artist enough time to shove maestro off the stage and down into the orchestra pit, giving (laughs) the artist and Paisley a chance to escape and make their way to the arena. We cut back to the arena, and it's a tag team match as Faces of Fear square off against Ron and Don Harris. This is as ugly a fight as you can see. But Ron and Don Harris have no dog in this fight, and Meng and the Barbarian just beat the dog shit out of the Harris boys. <laughs> Meng beats both of them with a double tongue and death grip in four minutes. 
we cut backstage and Ernest Miller is in his office when Stone Cold Steve Austin walks in. The cat bows up to Austin, reminds him that his problems with Brett are just like his his problems with Landstorm and Team Canada. Tonight's bigger than his vendetta against Bret Hart. If his team wins, they get all the gold off Team Canada. Stone Cold can't give a rat's ass about WCW's titles because after tonight, he goes back home. He's here to finish the job Goldberg started and pat Bret Hart's ass up once and for all. Mrs. Jones makes a valid point and says they're short a fourth man. And as soon as that's mentioned, the office door opens up and in walks Chris Benoit. Oh. Benoit pats Austin on the back and goes, I'm in, and walks away as we cut to commercial break. We cut, we come back to a backstage segment, Team Canada all standing together, giving each other a pep talk. Brett reminds the team that regardless of it all, it's united we stand and divided they fall. We go to the next match of the night. It is a three-on-two handicap match as Brian Adams and Brian Clark of Chronic take on three count with Tank Abbott. Three count come out. They've got all their circles Tank Abbott's got his square, and he's got the gold record. They perform in the middle of the ring. Uh, everybody three count. Chronic's music hits. They rush to the ring, and three count tries their best. They're getting out of the way. They're using their speed uh, to their advantage. Eventually, Chronic gets a, a chance. They've got Shannon Moore set up for high times, but uh, Tank Abbott, gets up on the apron with his square in his hand. Uh, the referee goes to uh, check and send Tank out, but Tank lobs the square into the ring, and Brian Clark grabs it and wallops Shane Helms over the head with the square. The ref turns around. Nobody knows. One, two, three, and Chronic beats three count. As Chronic looks to leave, three counts looking around, asking Tank Abbott what's going on. And Tank has had enough, and he just bashes Evan Courageous' face, and he bashes Shannon Moore's face, and he takes the gold record, and he leaves with Chronic. Uh, the camera cuts to the artist in Paisley. They've already made their way out of the theater and pulling up to the arena on a purple motorcycle. As they get off the motorcycle, Symphony's driving a little red Corvette and comes along and crashes into the motorcycle. <laughs> jumps out of the car and gives chase to the artists as they race to the ring. As we cut to commercial. We come back, and it is the conclusion to the Face the Music match. As a reminder, the first person to take center ring and stand behind the mic wins the match. Maestro and Artist exchange rights and lefts on the ramp, and eventually Artist gets the brief upper hand with a thumb to the eye. He makes a beeline for the ring, but Symphony sticks her foot out and trips the Artist. Paisley is pissed. She runs down, can't tackle Symphony to the ground. Mark Madden is going insane on commentary as the ladies fight. Maestro recovers and moves towards the Artist and goes to slide into the ring, but suddenly a large man dressed in purple hops the rail and attacks the maestro. The maestro tries to fend him off, but he's cut down with a riot stick, 
and shoved into the, the ring post. But finally, the camera gets a, a glimpse of the man in the purple suit, and it's M.I. Smooth. He's got to be on the side of the artist. The artist is hoist back up to his feet, and thanks to M.I. Smooth, he's escorted into the ring. Artist takes center ring, raises his arms, purple light reigns over the arena. He stands behind the mic, and smoke pours in as uh, the artist stands tall, but not alone anymore. We take our final commercial break as we head into a four-on-four elimination match on this Canadian Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Lance Storm, Mike Awesome, Carl Ouellette, Elix Skipper with Bret Hart in his corner against Stone Cold Steve Austin, Chris Benoit, Goldberg, and Ernest Miller. The bell sounds and like a shot. Goldberg starts the match against PCO, runs across the ring, spears Carl Ouellette out of his boots, picks him up, hoists him up to the jackhammer, and drops PCO, eliminating him from the match in less than 30 seconds. Already, Team Canada is down 4-3. to three. As soon as uh, Elix Skipper makes his way into the ring, Goldberg looks over and he sees the cat with his hand out, makes the tag. Elix Skipper and Ernest Miller doing fantastic feats of, of karate and also <laughs> high-flying from Elix Skipper. Uh, eventually, Elix Skipper goes to do a springboard move off the top rope, and Ernest Miller catches him with a feliner, knocking him down, going for the cover. One, two, three, and Team Canada is down four to two, leaving only Lance Storm and Mike Awesome to fend off Stone Cold Steve Austin, Chris Benoit, Goldberg, and Ernest Miller. Finally, Lance Storm gets into the ring, and Ernest Miller wants a piece of the former Triple Crown champion. Lance uh, and Ernest Miller tie up, go around, and Lance Storm makes uh, quick, quick work of Ernest Miller, catching him in the uh, Canadian Maple Leaf for a quick tap out to try to cut the odds back down to three to two. Uh, as as uh, Goldberg comes back into the ring to uh, challenge Lance Storm. Lance makes the tag, and Mike Awesome enters the ring. Mike is giving Goldberg all he can, big clubbering shots across the back, beating down Goldberg as much as he can. He gets him, sets him up, awesome bomb on Goldberg, one, two, Kick out by Goldberg. Mike Awesome goes to pick him up again. Gets him for a second awesome bomb. Goldberg slips out the back. Pushes Mike Awesome across the ring. Turns around. Spear. And then jackhammer to Mike Awesome. One, two, three. And Goldberg takes care of Mike Awesome. It is now Lance Storm by himself against Steve Austin, Goldberg, and Chris Benoit. Immediately, as Goldberg's got the eyes, Brett makes the signal to get him. And PCO, Elix Skipper, and Mike Awesome grab Goldberg, drag him out of the ring before he can make the tag, and beat him down until the refs count of 10. Goldberg, eliminated by countout, try to even the odds back as much as he can. 
finally Stone Cold Steve Austin makes his way into the ring. It's Lance Storm and Stone Cold. And Stone Cold is taking all of his frustrations on Bret Hart out. He knows that Bret's responsible for hitting him in, with the car back in November of 99. He's ready for his pound of flesh. Austin's giving it to Lance Storm. As press punches, all typical Stone Cold moves, Stone Cold fair. Austin goes for the stunner, misses. Uh, Lance Storm shoves him off. Lance or Austin gets blind tagged by Chris Benoit. Chris runs in, and as he's running in, Lance Storm hooks him with a quick uh, Canadian maple leaf and. Surprisingly, in the center of the ring, Chris Benoit just taps out. Quick caught, couldn't be stopped. So Austin, back in the match, goes over to Lance Storm. And as he's there, Benoit gets back up and crushes Austin across the back with a steel chair that Bret Hart had slid into the ring. Austin drops. Benoit stands over the fallen Steve Austin. As Lance Storm picks the bones, covers the leg, one, two, three, Lance Storm wins. Chris Benoit turns and joins Team Canada as he is responsible for everything that happened to Stone Cold in 1999 for November. Benoit joining Team Canada, standing tall, and Brett getting the last piece of victory over Austin with a foot on his chest to close out the show. Nice. Uh, All right, so somewhere in there we lost Chris, but that's okay because we have just one more card to get through, and and Chris can hear it on the playback later, (laughs) and that is the man, Adam Van. So, Adam, what do you got? All right, first thing I just want to say, you know, kudos to uh, both of my competitors. They did very, very good shows. Uh, However... This is WCW 2000, where good wrestling doesn't exist. So just uh, adjust your expectations for this show, because this is a true episode of WCW programming. And this is an episode of WCW Nitro, airing from Club Lavala in Panama City, Florida, which oh is boy. that, which is that like beach, like uh, you know, spring break type club where like the water is surrounding the ring and like all the people are like half drunk. That is where we're doing this uh, because it's WCW 2000. Our commentary team is introduced first. It's Bobby the Brain Heenan and Ed Ferrara, but he is not playing the Oklahoma character tonight. He's playing Gorilla Baboon. That's right. All oh, night for geez. commentary. You are going to get Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Baboon recreating some of your favorite uh, Gorilla Monsoon moments. So the commentary will be very enjoyable. It's all done very tastefully. But as I mentioned, this is a very sparsely attended show. Uh, and right off the bat, we get the theme music of the Wolf Pack. Ladies and gentlemen, the WCW World Heavyweight Champion, Kevin Nash. Oh, the crowd's going nuts. Crowd's on its feet. Wait a minute. That's not Kevin Nash. That's Vince Russo's coming out. Vince Russo's wearing a Wolfpack t-shirt, and he's carrying the world title. What is going on? Oh, wait a minute. He takes off the Wolfpack shirt and gets into the ring. 
Vince grabs a microphone. Wait, after he took off the Wolfpack shirt, he's wearing a San Francisco Giants jersey. So, you know whatever's about to happen. This shit's real. So, Vince Russo grabs the mic. Bro, I have to tell you, I am sick and tired of Kevin Nash's bullshit. He was supposed to be here to defend the title, but he didn't show up. So, you know what? Not only is Kevin Nash stripped of the WCW World Heavyweight title, but you know what, Kevin Nash? You're fired. That's right. You're fired, Kevin Nash. What is going on? Vince Russo just fired, the, I guess, the former World Heavyweight Champion and Kevin Nash. Vince Russo's not done yet. You know what? These people in these this stands, these crowd, they were promised a world title match tonight, so they're going to get it. We're going to fill the vacant WCW title with a world title match later on tonight, we're going to have Rowdy Roddy Piper, which gets a, a spattering of applause. People love Roddy Piper. Versus the macho man, Randy Savage. Oh, the crowd's not liking that. You know, everybody loves Kevin Nash. Everybody loves some of the younger talent in WCW. But to see a world title match between Rowdy Piper and Randy Savage in 2000, not the best idea. Vince Russo goes on. And you know what? I am so sick of these people in the locker room just phoning everything in. The the best talent in WCW are some of the tag teams and some of the like the stables. So tonight, not only are we going to showcase the best stables in all of wrestling, but I am introducing, bro, the WCW Trios title, bro. And we are going to have the first ever King of Triplets ladder match later tonight to crown the champion. I am serious, bro. That's it. And we go to commercial after that huge announcement. We have fired Kevin Nash, stripped him off the WCW title, and we will crown a new champion later on tonight as we cut to commercial break. Pause. Yes. You don't have Kevin Nash or the world title. Yeah. That, that was my that was gonna be my thought. <laughs> I, I did not present Kevin Nash, and I just said that Vince stripped him of the world title. But uh who knows what happens. Storytelling, bro. Give me a minute. Okay, um, um, before we continue, you can't have a world title match on your show. Who says I'm going to have one? You just advertised one. But I'm not, maybe I don't deliver one. Maybe you should cut this out of here. I, I, I'm planning on it. That's why I said pause. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if you were just doing a kind of thing in there, but. No, 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 this is all going to get edited out in post. Um, I just wanted to not say that on the air and be like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Yeah, I know. Okay. It's WCW. Come on now. <laughs> on pause. All right, we come back from commercial, and we have the Misfits in action versus the Filthy Animals versus the Natural Born Thrillers. This is a huge cluster of a match. We have representing each team, General Rection, Corporal Cajun, Lieutenant Loco, and Major Sash for the Misfits in action. We have Conan, Rey Mysterio, Billy Kidman and Juventud Guerrero for the Filthy Animals. And representing the Natural Born Thrillers, we have Chuck Palumbo, Sean Stasiak, Above Average Mike Sanders, and Reno. Uh, all of their additional teammates have accompanied them to the ring. Obviously, Jack and O'Hare are there. Uh, G.I. Bro is at ringside. Uh, so is Eddie Guerrero. Everybody is there. 
uh, seconding their guys. This match quickly devolves. There's way too many people, both in the ring and at ringside. We have people being thrown into the pools at ringside. We have people fighting through the crowd. Eventually, throughout all the chaos, the referee can't keep it straight. He sees Chuck Palumbo take out Billy Kidman. Kidman takes the pin, because who would want him on their show anyways? Billy Kidman loses. The Natural Born Killers win. Natural Born Thrillers win the match. Natural born killers in the match. Yeah, natural born thrillers. And so we go backstage where we see the newest acquisition of the WCW roster, Adam Van. He's uh kind of sneaking up. Uh, sneaking up's not the right word, but he's he's approaching timidly uh Miss Hancock, who's backstage, and he says to Miss Hancock, you know what? I would love to have you as my valet. Your valet services, I hear, are top-notch, and I'd, I'd love it if you were in my corner. Uh, Miss Hancock says that she only wants to be associated with champions. Uh, Adam does that thing where he kind of looks off into the distance as, as if he's got a great idea, and we cut to commercial break. So we come back from commercial with the Nitro girls dancing. They're dancing as they always do when we come back from commercial, but they what are they doing? They're pointing up to the top of an adjacent building. Leia Meow! is dancing atop Club Lavala. This is the night that Leia Meow danced atop Club Lavala. Set your VCRs. Um, that's a reference for like three people. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we go backstage again, and Adam Van is approaching Vince Russo's office. He knocks on the door. He's like, bro, I need a favor. And Vince Russo's like, bro, I got you. Close the door. And all of a sudden, we don't know what's going on back there. But uh, clearly Adam Van and Vince Russo are scheming. All right, so we go out to the ring. Uh, already in the ring is a young guy we haven't seen before. AJ Styles is what the announcers say. And his opponent, who's actually getting an introduction, is Dean Malenko. So we have Dean Malenko versus AJ Styles. Uh, this right off the bat is a pretty technical match. Dean Malenko locking in pretty much every submission attempt. AJ's speed is able to get him out of it. Lots of uh, flips and rolls and whatever. Uh, match starts going a little high-flying. AJ Styles hits a springboard elbow. And the commentary is like, wait a minute, we got something going on backstage. We got to go backstage. We cut to the backstage, just completely disregarding the match that was in the ring because it's WCW in 2000. There's a backstage brawl involving tons of wrestlers, tons of wrestlers like Kurt Hennig and Perry Saturn and Horace Hogan, like a who's who of wrestling. Um, basically, they're brawling it out, and Vince Russo shows up, says, you know what, I've had it with this bullshit. Bro, we are settling this. We are settling this not in the ring. I've got an idea. Follow me outside. So we never actually go back to the match, and it's never really acknowledged what happened in the ring, again, because it's WCW. But during that brawl, we see in the background, not involved in the fight, Adam Van is talking to Scott Hall. It looks like the $100 Vansky slipped him some cash. What is going on there? As we cut to commercial break. When we come back from commercial, we see the introductions of the franchise, Shane Douglas and Chris Candido, accompanied to the ring by Tori Wilson and Tammy Sitch. They are facing the team of Mark Jindrak and Sean O'Hare for the WCW Tag Team Championships. 
During this match, obviously, Shane Douglas and Chris Candido, they have all the dirty tricks from their days in the hardcore territories. Uh, and so they're doing a lot of brawling. Obviously, Candido's mixing it in with some technical wrestling. But Jindrak and O'Hare, these guys are specimens. These guys are hitting top rope, moonsaults, dives to the outside. It looks like no matter what Shane Douglas and Candido do, they cannot get the advantage. During the match, though, at some point, Bam Bam Bigelow comes out. Now, obviously, Bam Bam is associated with another group in the WCW, so but he's got ties with Shane Douglas and Chris Candido. But Bam Bam's out there, you know, he's just kind of watching the match until the referee is distracted by Shane Douglas. Bam Bam Bigelow slides into the ring and low blows Mark Jindrak. Low blow. This leads to Shane Douglas pinning, uh, pinning, I don't know, who cares, one of Jindrak or O'Hare. Uh, you're new. WCW World Champion, Tag Team Champions are Shane Douglas and Chris Candido. Douglas and Candido, they slowly raise up three fingers, waiting for Bam Bam Bigelow to do the same thing. But before Bam Bam can, Canyon and DDP come out, and they're like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Come on, we got a match later. They pull away Bam Bam Bigelow, not allowing to get the formation of what we were all hoping to see. But we have new Tag Team Champions. When we come back from commercial break, we have Adam Van already in the ring. Doesn't have entrance music, but uh, his opponent for tonight, and this was always the plan. Sorry if it got ruined in the dirt sheets, but he is facing Hacksaw Jim Duggan for the WCW TV title. Uh, that's right. Apparently, this is what Vince Russo put in the works as a favor to Adam Van. Uh, now, remember, Miss Hancock came out to watch this match. She said, that if Adam Van became a champion, she'd consider valeting for him. This match, obviously what you would expect from a green-as-grass Adam Van and a well-past-his-prime hacksaw Jim Duggan. Jim Duggan looking worse for wear, not in the greatest shape. Adam Van, you know, pretty athletic for about a minute and a half, but then he loses his wind. He rips heaters all the time, so not much of an athlete either. But coming out from the crowd, we have Scott Hall. Scott Hall goes... And from when the referee, obviously not looking or just doesn't care because it's WCW, uh, he attacks Jim Duggan, allowing Adam Van to get the pin and get the services of Miss Hancock. Everybody in the arena is so happy for Adam because this is all he ever wanted from when this show was booked many months ago. As we cut to commercial break. All right, next up, we have the King of Triplets ladder match for the new WCW Trios title. We have the Young Dragons versus the Jersey Triad of DDP, Canyon, and Bam Bam Bigelow. They were originally also supposed to face three count, but they missed their flight. And uh, the Boogie Knights would have been involved in this, but that 70s guy, Mike Awesome, was unavailable. So during this match, Shane Douglas and Chris Candido come out to watch the match. I think we're seeing a bit of a theme here. Uh, the Young Dragons, obviously, uh, very good at ladder matches. Although Canyon and Bam Bam and DDP are no strangers either. There's a lot of your typical ladder spots. A lot of the young dragons doing high spots, diving out into the crowd, diving out into the outside. Uh, eventually, the outside interference from Shane Douglas and Chris Candido is too much, allowing DDP to climb the ladder and grab the new trios championship. Uh, we have new champions, but Bam Bam Bigelow is unsure whether he should stick with DDP and Canyon or if he should follow Shane Douglas and Candido. Uh, we'll have to follow this as we go on in future weeks. 
So at this point, we cut to commentary where they, uh, we have Bobby the Brain Heenan tell us that Adam Van, the new TV champion, has been taken to the hospital for dehydration. Uh, Gorilla Baboon asks, uh, says, you know, Vance, you look fine after the match. And Heenan says, I don't think it came from the match. Will you stop? Anyways, next up, we have the hardcore number one contenders match, which was what was set up by Vince Russo. Now, everybody has heard of the very popular and not at all looked down upon King of the Road match. Well, this is the King of the Rails match. That's right. We are going to have a hardcore championship match fought on the back of a moving train. Now, the train obviously is set up a lot like the 18-wheeler was in WCW. There's hay bales for some reason, lots of boxes and crates and random plunder you would expect in a hardcore match. And despite the fact that the WCW Nitro Arena was already nighttime, this train match, which we're advertising as live, is in the daylight. But, uh, hey, they call it live. In this match, we have... Dustin Rhodes as seven. Uh, we have Kurt Hennig. We have Crowbar, David Flair, Perry Saturn, Horace Hogan, Vincent, Brian Nobbs, Road Warrior Animal, Lodi and Lenny, Psychosis, and Berlin. Obviously, when we cut to the match, the match is already in progress. A lot of just people hitting each other with everything from chairs to hay bales to buckets. Uh, at one point, Vincent got thrown off the train and landed on the ground. Uh, Lenny and Lodi got locked in one of the carts and couldn't advance. Uh, obviously, the goal of this match is to either incapacitate all of your opponents or get a pin or go to the front of the train. It's not really clear. Uh, but at some point, Dustin Rose makes it all the way up to the front of the train and the ref raises his hand. So I think we have a new number one contender in Dustin Rhodes 7. Uh, but again... Anything can happen in WCW as we cut to commercial break. <sighs> All right. Next up, we have the main event. And in typical WCW fashion, it's already like getting close to 11. So there's not much time for the match. So beforehand, we have Michael Buffer come out. And he says, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching at home, let's get ready to rumble. I'm pretty sure the A-Show has to pay him now because I said that. All right, so advertised for this match was Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Randy Savage. And again, this was advertised for the WCW World Heavyweight title. But before the bell, Randy Savage attacks Roddy Piper. Attacks Roddy Piper, and the lights go out. The lights go out. Booker T shows up. Booker T for the save. And that's right, WCW Nitro goes off without delivering on an advertised match. We never actually got the title match. Who knows if Kevin Nash has really been stripped of the title. But uh, we go off the air robbing Roddy Piper of his opportunity to become the world champion for the first time. And that's my show. Wow. <laughs> my God. <laughs> so now... Oh. I I, lo I love the both of you gentlemen. Um, oh. We are insane. <laughs> mm -hmm. For oh, sure. Boy. So now it's up to you, the listeners of the A Show, to go to at the A Show on CKCC on Twitter and vote for the card that you think was best. Um, not much more to say here. Um, <laughs> that hasn't already been said or really probably shouldn't be said. <laughs> um, two weeks from today, David Kincannon joins the show, 2010 Ring of Honor. Um, so by then, we'll know which of the three has won. Tim, do you feel 
that you fared better this time and that the feud may be tied at one apiece? Um, I'm confident in uh, my card, but it does all come down to the the listening audience. And that means you, listener, go to at the HO on CKCC. For time purposes, we'll just say go to ckccradio.com, go to soon-to-be-namednetwork.com or soon-to-be-namednetwork.tumblr.com to hear all the shows that we all participate in. You heard some promos earlier for some other shows. Uh, I'll be at True Wrestling on October 8th. Make sure you're there to see Fandango against Sage Matthews and Tony Deppin against Matt Seidel and motherfucking Unbreakable Andy. That's right. The man. Makes his return to the ring. The urban legend himself. Unbreakable Andy. My favorite Andy. wrestler ever. Um, Is he going to do Mark picks? Because I totally want one. <laughs> I will just say, hey, go talk to my friend Brett. And he'll go, okay. <laughs> Yo, make, make sure he prints up a shirt, too, for me. 2XL, please and thank you. <laughs> I'll be texting him in the morning. Yeah, baby. Gentlemen, this has been a treat. <laughs> it has been a ride, a roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Tim. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, the ghost of Decker. Um, <laughs> I I legit had a blast. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, this was awesome. I'm glad. Win, lose, or draw. This was awesome. I was just going to say, if, if I lose, I don't mind losing to either of you guys. You guys did great. Um, this is everything that I expected and more. <laughs> I don't know whether to say you're welcome or I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so head to the Twitter, get your votes in. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. Uh, thank you to uh, the internet ghost of Chris Decker somewhere in um, disconnected internet land in the Carolinas. <laughs> Until next week on By the Numbers, where I have the stepdads and some other people to be determined. My name is Matt. This has been The A Show. We will see you next time. Yeah.